0: Hello, once again, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to another edition of AIW's The Card Is Going to Change. Before we get into this week's episode, uh, a shout out to our sponsors, helping us bring the show to you for free on whichever podcast platform you choose to listen. Hey, thanks to our brand new pizza sponsor, Great and Road Tavern. Uh, they provided us with, uh, with pizzas on both Thursday and Friday last week and I returned to the Odeon. It was fantastic. And, uh, you know, then we, we got to go hang out there both nights, uh, nice, awesome places. They also have an affiliate, uh, legends, I believe in, in North Olmsted. No legends. Uh, It legends is in Parma, the old Parma. That's right. Legends
1: in Parma next to me, next to my old apartment. Ah,
0: the old studio apartment uh, as Chandler used to call it. Correct.
1: (laughs) And, uh, you know, for everybody that is uh, local to Cleveland, Great and Road Tavern, you would know, rose to uh, quite a bit of notoriety like two years ago for getting this Queen of Hearts game jackpot up to like multiple millions of dollars. Uh, they're doing that again. The jackpot is up to $1,564,400, and the next drawing will be May 12th, 2021. Uh, You can find more information at
0: com. There you go. Uh, Thanks, of course, to Pollyanna DIY. We'll always just keep going. Shout out to Thrift Store Jobber, Voodoo Monkey Tattoo, uh, and uh, who was it? Is it Kayfabe Collectibles that was there? Kayfabe Collectibles, yeah. They they, uh, decided
1: to uh, give it a shot and... And Vend, and uh, I guess they did. They did very well because uh, they want to come back. So shout out to pretty much everybody in the AW crowd. They must. They must have sold quite a quite a bit of money. But uh, yeah, Joey shoots on Twitter. He kind of like uprooted his entire life and like quit his job and bought an RV and is just like flipping collectibles. You know, at shows, online, wherever he can get space and you know he's he's turning it into uh his you know way to make a living i believe just him and his wife just are total nomads in uh in an rv with a bunch of uh wrestling memorabilia and they just go wherever they can set up uh and he's you know he's been an AIW supporter for years he's come out to shows as a fan uh so you know when he reached out we were you know we were happy to uh work something out so he can have some space at both the nights and uh Apparently you guys are buying some stuff uh so you know he wants to come back and get some more vendor space again uh in the future which you know it, it's it, it helps us out a little bit it, apparently it helped him out quite a bit uh so you know it is a uh it is a good little relationship there uh so shout out to you guys for coming and you know uh spending some money
0: there you go and uh also uh in terms of t- T- collectibles, so I can almost talk. Time capsule toys. Give them a shout out. They're uh, a great sponsor of AIW's Go for Broke on IWTV. And- yes, uh,
1: great, great sponsor. Uh, you know, they also promote the Toy Ohio events uh, mm-hmm. twice twice a year. I believe they they do them now. Uh, the next one will be June nineteenth in Girard, Ohio. It's only it's only five bucks to get in, which is crazy. Um, and you know, they they let us set up with the table there and um it's like it's like going to a museum like it's so weird i was never really a a a toy person or collectible person uh you know i inherited all this stuff from chandler when he passed away and uh during covid they did one of their conventions and literally since there was nothing to do i just went out to it and i was like this is a, a a super cool thing. It's like going to a museum for the day or something. Like it's like all these, all this stuff from like our childhood that you haven't seen since you were like eight years old. Uh, I don't know. It's like, it's, it's very interesting to just like, you could just walk around and look at stuff. Like I, it's seriously like I don't buy anything. It's just like going to a museum. So, uh, you know, and uh you know, long supporter of AW, Tom troll uh, was the founder of that. And he uh, passed away a few months ago. But, uh, you know, it's uh, it's it's a pretty cool thing. And, uh, you know, all the uh, the major wrestling figure podcast guys are going to be appearing there on June the 19th uh, at the Toy Ohio convention. So uh, if you get shut out from the A.W. show on June 18th, which I have a feeling a lot of you are going to get shut out because we're only doing 100 <laughs> tickets again. Uh, you will be able to go out to Toy-Ohio in Charlotte, Ohio on Saturday. Uh, I believe doors open at 9 a.m. And uh, tickets are only 5 bucks to get in there. Wow, that's real cool.
0: Uh, and then, of course, thanks to IWTV and Smartmark Video, uh, the, the merger of the two uh, has made it easier than it's ever been before to watch a IW. You can go to SmartMarkVideo.com and you can purchase DVDs and uh, MP4 digital downloads of everything that's ever been recorded of AIW. Or you can also uh, sign up using the code ABSOLUTE. That helps us out. They'll know that it's AIW that sent you at independentwrestling.tv or download the IWTV app. And uh, $9.99 a month, 10 bucks. you get to watch not only a uh, revolving the archive of AIW shows, including our live streams, like just what just happened on Thursday and Friday, which are oh by the way now available on demand uh, on IWTV. But you can yeah, also the, watch all sorts of other promotions. Yeah. let's get
1: those. Let's get those those numbers up on these shows. You know, like Gopher Broke has been doing okay on the service. Uh, you know, it's not by it's not a uh, overwhelming hit by any means. I'll say that. But uh it, you know, it's been doing well, but these shows,, uh, you know, for what we put on them, and we'll get into that a little bit today on the podcast. Uh, these shows need to be need to be watched. Uh, you know we took a we took a huge chance uh, by doing complete mystery lineups both nights and uh, I got a little I got a little bit of I don't want to say pushback, but a little bit of uh, you know, you should be advertising this, you know, to try to, get more eyes on that, you know on this product and the service and uh you know the the numbers the live numbers were okay you know again not overwhelming hit like uh, go for broke but uh i i really think these these events could could really pick up a ton of steam uh in the the vod section because both nights were were very good and um you know it, even if they don't do that, they kind of suspended the free trial program right now, but you could still sign up and use our promo code absolute. And they Mm -hmm. kind of make a record of that and give us a little bit of uh, a kickback on your subscription. So, you know uh, that's the only way, that's the only way that they know that we sent you there. So, you know, it helps kind of our status, so to speak, uh, you know, with them and uh, you know, if if we continue to bring business their way, they'll continue to allow us to, uh, you know, try things out and do live streams, even though they're not, they they didn't really want us to do a, a complete two nights of mystery cards. Uh, they did because, you know, at the end of the day, they do trust us and we do have quite a bit of our fan base subscribing to the service. But the more we can bring over to that service, you know, kind of the, uh, the, the more juice we'll get. I'll, I'll say that probably. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, there you go, and and let's we well we'll roll into this week's episode. Of course, it's always AIW owner John Thorne. My name is Steve Guy, your moderator of sorts, and you know we did have, like John said, two two mystery shows on top of this big week for us uh, in terms of AIW TV and streaming. Tuesday we had AIW's Goat for Broke, the uh, fourth episode to air, and uh, it was a lot of fun. A lot of you said that that's the best episode so far, which is nice because I feel like that keeps getting said every week, but uh that means we're doing something well there uh and then Thursday we we go into Hello Cleveland and Friday uh is this something you might be interested in but for the purposes of time we're going to i don't know let's let's dive into Hello Cleveland a little bit John and you know maybe we can spread this out a little bit and talk about a uh Friday night next week or something yeah i mean well it's uh
1: I I think if we if we tried to talk about both nights we'd probably be here for four hours and to be honest I am like dead tired <laughs> I've been you know I've been waiting around to record this with you for fucking all day so that leads me to believe that you are also dead tired
0: I'm very tired I only I'll be honest with you if we would have recorded this earlier today uh, I would not be very good I only within the last uh, two hours have gotten this much of a voice back so it's yeah, uh it's uh <laughs> it's 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 crazy
1: like that's the thing that it's like the back-to-back shows are cool and they're a lot of fun but this is the first one in which i had to go to work both days like there was yeah. a lot you know like there was a lot of stuff going on so um And, you know, to start the week, we'll just go through the week, I guess, like to start the week off, you know, I talked last week about how I was having complications with that surgery. Mm -hmm. Uh, So Monday, uh, I went to my appointment and they, you know, they're like, oh, this doesn't look right. And, you know, it's incredibly painful. And they're like giving me all these shots on my back of like lidocaine or something. And they're like trying to, you know, push things around and find out what's going on. And it was like... (laughs) it was awful uh, and then you know they decide that because wherever this like opening in my body came from was had nothing to do with the incision from the surgery so you know they have to stitch that shut and you know they say come back next Monday so when you're listening to this I'm back at the doctor's office again uh but uh later on that night I started like like feeling like This is not right, you know, and it's just like I felt like this like wetness or whatever on my shirt. So then like I take my shirt off and it's like covered in blood and like I my back is just like squirting, like squirting blood at like a a, like a crazy like the stitches have busted open or something. I don't know. And like it is just like a disgusting like fucking fountain of blood. Like, no, I don't know. So I have to go to the emergency room because the bleeding is not going to stop. So I'm at the emergency room, like, and, you know, they don't believe in pain management at the emergency room. I'll tell you that much. They <laughs> come down and they're fucking putting their finger in this thing and fucking like, it's, it's awful. But basically they like uh, figured out that, you know, after my surgery, I had just been like bleeding in that area for two weeks. And the blood had nowhere to go, so, like, essentially they say, like, my body created this, like, this hole so the, the blood can escape. Uh, because wherever they took these cysts out of, there were still, like, pockets there, and then they were just filling with blood. I know this is, like, disgusting podcast talk, but. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, I'm at the emergency room and uh, till like, 3 o'clock in the morning, and, you know, they just they they send me on my way. Uh, with, uh, you know, they put silver nitrate in my body, I guess that like stops bleeding. And, uh, so, you know, that's, that's kind of how the, the show week starts. And I, I, I just feel like, you know, there's going to be more complications with this thing as the week goes on. Luckily there weren't and whatever they did in the emergency room seems to, uh, be working, you know, but, uh, yeah, it is, it, it was, it was a rough, rough start to the week. I'll say that.
0: Yeah, that's, uh, I don't know what to really say about it. It's not a good time. Uh, I know that much, you know, there was, I mean, there was a, there
1: was a, I, I had like, I had a conversation with Dom and Pedro specifically and I was just like, listen, there is an opportunity that I am not going to be at this thing that either of these shows, I don't know what the fuck is going on, uh. And, you know, I was making arrangements to where, like, if I didn't have to be there, you know, things things could continue to run. But uh, luckily it did not get to that point. But there was a – I thought, you know, like I'm like – like I was literally thinking I was going to be 50-50 as, you know, as late into the week as Wednesday night.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that, that was a thing that you were telling uh... – I mean, it was Dom, Dom and I, too. Or you said that in a different group chat or something, too. But uh, we were all kind of wondering then. And then it was, uh, f- for me, I guess I'll say, you know, I- I'm still editing is an ongoing thing. Editing, uh, go for broke. And so we also had to squeeze in there, as we've talked about many times, you got you and Wadsworth do commentary in post. Right. So uh, we're also figuring that out during the course of the week. Well, well and, we can do that and, and I have to and, I have to
1: work around his you know he has a busy schedule too, so it's just like yeah, a, it was like a whirlwind of things to do you know first first show week and you know not and then you got the two the two days um and then I guess we'll just get right into this I get a i get a I get a text from Fonzie that's a Wednesday night <laughs> that says call me ASap and i go okay and you know everyone wants to know you know who didn't come on thursday and it was sabu uh i call fonzie and he says he talks to sabu and sabu didn't know that his flight was leaving in a few hours because he was coming in on a red eye and that the super genie was sick and uh you know all this other stuff uh so then he says he's gonna call him back and call me back in an hour and he does and he says uh he calls me back and he says it's not good he says there's no way that he can come without the super genie which i had to buy the super genie a ticket as well so i'm out two plane tickets uh i shoot sabu text, and you know he just says oh, i can't make it i'll hit you at the I'll, I'll get you on the next one and i said well there isn't a next one man <laughs> like there there isn't a next one there isn't one what next month uh, he's like, just give me a flight credit and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll make it up to you. And she's like, D-, like, he's like, I really need the money. And I'm just like, if you need the money, you'll get on the, the plane. Like, he, And he wasn't saying like, oh, the, like, we have COVID or anything. It's just like a very vague, like, she's sick, you know. And uh, I was like, he's like, I can't leave her. I was like, well, I, you told me I had to buy two, these two plane tickets, you know. And then not only two plane tickets, I had to buy – three nights at the hotel because he was coming in on a red eye you can't check in especially during covid you can't check in at a hotel now until after 4 p.m uh because a lot all these hotels are like short-staffed and everything so they've even bumped the 3 p.m back now to 4 p.m check-ins and he was going to land at 7 a.m so i booked him a n uh, a night wednesday i booked him thursday and then he wasn't his flight back home was not until later in later in the evening on friday so i booked him friday night too so he would you know he wouldn't just be wandering around mm-hmm. uh, until his flight and uh you know we just we just go back and forth and you know i i just say now nah, i I'm, I just start kind of like nah don't worry about it man like because he's like i'll make it up you know just and i was just like no don't worry about it And he's like i need the money and i was like don't worry about the money and he's like really like, I think he thought that, like, no matter what, I would just be like, okay, yeah, please come to another one. And I was just like, nah, man, fuck it. Like, I, I've I've lost out on these flights. I've lost out on this hotel. Like, there's no way I'm getting a refund. So, you know, it it just, it, it is what it is. And, like, if you're not going to get on a flight today, like, you're not going to get on, fl- I'm not going to trust you to get on a flight in a month. Like, so, you know, that just is like such devastating news like 24 hours before the show because you know the plan was you know i wanted to have a few surprises on each night and you know the uh we had shane douglas which we'll get into and i wanted to have sabu uh and you know we had a few other like i don't wanna say smaller surprises but not as big as a sabu you know and then Friday, you know, I knew that we had Kingston and Allison K, um, and you know, it was just like, well, we had somebody else on Friday, but I can't, I can't even remember right now. Tommy Kingston thing was Tommy Rich. Oh, Tommy Rich, Tommy (laughs) Rich, yeah. Which that's going to be a whole podcast because he was a real fucking gem, (laughs) but. uh, You know, so I wanted to have, like, a couple, like, mid-level and big ones on each night. And, like, I just thought that the idea of... The idea was going to be, you know, Fonzie with Justice, and then his mystery opponent was going to be Sabu, and then... Fonzie was going to be, you know, kind of like when they they did like this mat, like RVD, Sabu, where Fonzie's kind of in the middle and he's helping them both. I just thought it would be an interesting dynamic uh, and the, like, I know that match has happened before, you know, we did the three-way with PCO at Rager, but I just thought the singles not advertised to that you know, very captive Cleveland audience like people were just going to be like losing their fucking minds when you know, Sabu's music hit and like I just had this like Thing envisioned in my head, you know, and when it when it didn't happen, I was just like fuck. Like you know, I was like, so many people are gone
0: now and unavailable and yeah. all this other stuff. Like it used well, to be so easy. Also, the other because you we know we're we we're at the Odeon, We're finishing setup as we're so we're we're starting to kind of try to go through names. The other side of this is, it's now at this point less than 24 hours before the show and right. you're limited because it would be awfully tough to get a flight and get somebody get there flight. also limited funds and, and you know let me let me say this too to kind of to back you up a little bit because there may be some people who are like well john that's not very sensitive to you know super genie just went through some really traumatic shit here right uh if, you, if people don't know she had a leg amputated. Has had all sort, all sorts of health problems, and you know we are of course sensitive to that. But this is where previous interactions with people come into play. If you've listened to this podcast for the longest time, then you'll know that you know our initial like interaction with Cebu a few years ago for Russell Rager wasn't very good. He was pretty cranky and crabby, and, like not. You know, you know so I, it's, I'd, that's I'd in your mind, him, too. And I had booked him years before
1: that. Like, I booked him at Absolution 6, I think. Yeah. You know, he's always generally, like, a crabby guy, uh, which is, you know, it is what it is. But I I have a soft spot for Sabu. And, uh, you know, because I, like, worshipped that guy when I was a teenager. Like, I thought he was, like, the coolest fucking wrestler ever.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: so, you know, I have this soft spot for him. I think he's always going to get a pop no matter what. So, you know, I really thought that that was going to be the perfect storm. And my thing was, if there was a possibility, like, I don't, like, I know Super Genie went through all that stuff, but I don't mm-hmm. know why she went through it or what is going on. You know, like, my thought was, if there's a possibility that she is going to get sick, you know, just don't take bookings or don't, you know what I mean? Like, or you go take the booking and then you come back. Like, I i like, to me, when he was just like, you got to book You gotta book her a flight, I was like, okay, no problem. But, like, you know, you're talking, he's, he's coming from the West Coast. So, it's like, you know, it wasn't like it was a $100 flight, you yeah. know. And it, it, they, were, it, they were, like, over 400 bucks each. And I'm like, okay, you know, whatever gets you here, whatever keeps you in a good mood, you know. And uh, I'm not trying to bury Sabu, but, like, you know. Kinda, I am. I don't know. Like it was, fuck. It was fucked up business, you know. Like uh, I had booked him on, you know, I had booked him the the previous week, you know. So it was like very fresh in his mind. Uh, you know, it wasn't like he was booked months ago. Like it was, I decided last. I I decided the the Thursday before that the show was missing something on Thursday night, especially when the Kingston thing comes came came through for Friday. Mm-hmm. I thought that I we needed an equally. Well, nothing was going to be bigger than the Kingston Pop. I knew that, but I thought that we needed something equally uh, as memorable for the fans on Thursday night. And, you know, I also was looking at, like, you know, his meet-and-greet would probably do fairly well. Probably better than, you know, like a Shane or a Tommy Rich one. Uh, and that's no disrespect to those guys. He's just – Sabu, I think, is, is more known to, you know – uh, the majority of our fans over over those guys. So you know yeah. I was I was looking at all these different angles. Um, and I was pissed, you know, like I'm not gonna lie. I was a fucking dick to him. Uh, uh, like because I just had I had just had enough. And you know, it doesn't mean I don't have sympathy for whatever super genie's going through. It's just you know, like when we make a business deal and like I, I come through on my end, I expect the other person to to come through. And, you know, I just can't just be like, oh, hey, you know, I like, okay, cool. Like, I'll just add this show just for you. And then what happens if I advertise him and then he does it again? Like, that's my thought. That's to yeah. where I was just like, okay, like it's done. Uh, I'm just going to look at that money. Like it's been lit on fire, you know, because it's not <laughs> like we can sell any more tickets. You right. know, like, right. Uh, so I mean it was it was what it was but uh that pissed me off to no end and <laughs> I <clears throat> I tried a few people um or like we did like some brainstorming sessions which then become equally annoying because sometimes people are throwing some real off the wall <laughs> shit and I am like not in the mood for it <laughs> And uh, I'm not talking about Wes Barkley. I'm not. But uh, a lot of people pitch pitch a lot of off the wall shit. So oh,
0: not not Wes Barkley, huh? That doesn't yeah. uh... <laughs> that that says it mean, mul- without saying it. But <laughs>
1: there was, I mean, there's there were mul- there were multiple people coming in the knocking on the office door saying, "Hey, I got an idea." Uh, once the Sabu news kind of broke, uh, with you know within the inner circle of AIW. Uh, mm-hmm and uh, you know it's just like nothing nothing and nothing is like exciting me um so i don't know it just it turns into like a whole thing and uh you got a little bit of an echo going steve i don't know when i talk i i, I get a little bit of an echo
0: back but oh maybe my know. uh my headphones are too loud it's going into the mic there we go
1: so that's Steve's fault. If this sounds fucked up, but uh yeah, so I just go like I just go to sleep because I'm just like I don't, I don't I don't fucking know what to do, and um, I woke up and I was just like it's like day of the show now and I definitely have to rebook the show. I have no idea what I'm gonna move around, uh, and then. I, I texted Tim Donson, and I just said, Hey, can you make Cleveland by six o'clock? And he just says, No, I don't have my gear. And I was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> and then he goes, Did you know I was in Pittsburgh? And I said, No, no, I did not, which is two hours away. He's typically like six or seven hours away. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, Well, let me ask my buddy I'm in Pittsburgh with, yada, yada, yada. And uh, he's like, hey, You need to find me, like, size 12 boots if you can like it's something to wear if i can do it and then finally at like noon he was like okay uh i i convinced my buddy that we can come but i have to go on first because we have to go back to pittsburgh so you know that was kind of that that problem was was solved like didn't get solved until like noon on uh, on show day, and then I had to move some things around, you know. And uh, uh, it was initially gonna be Manders versus Kaplan and Justice versus Sabu. So I decided, like, because Kaplan and Bishop had just fucking such an unreal match at JCW a couple weeks ago, and Kaplan throughout the Gopher broke uh, has been having some pretty good matches, memorable matches. I said, fuck it, like, let's just throw. Let's just throw them throw to the wolves and put him in there with justice.
0: Well, and also, you know, the dance thing works out. He was actually, because everything was a mystery and a surprise. And, and like you were talking about, how can we get even some of these mid-card, so to speak, pop. Like the pops that our fans will really enjoy yeah, just, and appreciate. He's a name that specific, we, had, yeah, yeah. we had talked about previously putting on the show. It's just everything gets so loaded, and then it's like, oh, maybe we can save that for later at some point, right? Uh, and
1: so, and it was like, I only want I didn't I like I wanted to only do eight a tonight, you know what I mean? So it's just like, right. What can I what can I move around? And you know, he just kind of got left on the cutting room floor a little bit, uh, and then you know, circle back show day. You know, that's just how it goes. So you know, Tim Donz for the people that. We're excited he was there. You know, he initially was not on the lineup and he kinda bailed us out the 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 morning of Thursday.
0: But it was a really it was a very cool special moment, I will say that, because it had been we hadn't seen Tim Donson AIW since uh, absolution back in 2019. Of course, twenty twenty we're you know, we're gone for a year. Um so the for the very first match for it to be Manders and then, out comes Donst. Uh, it, it was it was really cool because for a long time he was very synonymous with AIW, and, and which, so it it just felt like it felt like we were home.
1: Um, and you know, I went back and forth like, should he come out first? Um, because you know, uh, the first show back, I thought, you know, that would really set it off. But no, like. It, Nobody was gonna care about Manders, you know what I mean? If he came out after Donst, and that's no disrespect to Manders, but also, like, I didn't know if Manders was the right guy for the first, pe- you know, for everyone to see for the first time in a, fourteen months in Cle- Cleveland either. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but I thought I thought that that Donst's reaction was gonna be pretty good because you know whether the local crowd loved him or hated him, they were v- all familiar with them, mm-hmm. um, so. You know I went back back and forth back and forth, and I finally decided to you know uh, give put don stout second, so you know it wouldn't like it wouldn't ruin any reaction from manders if that makes sense,
0: yeah, yeah, people were still you know those were the fans uh, people were excited to still see Manders he came out it's cool it's there, and so then it becomes oh, okay, who does manders? wrestle tonight and then out is going to come down. Yeah, I mean, it's it, I, yeah, I I don't know. I, I get your you thinking I don't know if you could there was a wrong or right way or maybe both ways are right and but it, it worked out. It is all that really matters in the end.
1: Yeah, and I uh-huh. mean, it was it it, it it was what it was, you know. Uh oh, well, that's but I'll talk about I'll talk about this though now, you know, after I get Don't situated i go i had to go to work obviously it is for a little bit and then swoggle was landing at noon oh that's Uh, right and uh i i'm trying to think how this went well i went and picked him up at the airport and he goes dude i'm having problems i said well what what are you talking about and he's like you know and i'm not trying to put all stuff out there but you know he was like i have you know i gotta go to i I gotta call doctor um you know i I don't know what's going on and uh you know he starts making doctor's appointments and uh you know i gotta take him to an urgent care and you know they they ran some some texts and did some x-rays and you know he's waiting to hear back from his primary care and then you know we uh he decides like uh you know i'm feeling a little better let's get a couple drinks and then uh i'll be good to go uh so you know he did he, he did the show and then i get a text when the show is going on like hey i'm heading to the er and i was like what and uh he went to the he went to the er like right after intermission and like was there until like 11 a.m. on Friday. So, you know, that's why, you know, he was initially supposed to wrestle on Friday as well. So, like, there was just, like, it wasn't like there was one weird problem going on. It was just, like, full-on, like, what the fuck is going on with this show? It, like, started to feel cursed at certain times.
0: Yeah, it became quickly, it was a question of, would would we get Wes Barkley versus Swaggle? And if we don't, what do we... You know, what do we do instead? And, you know, that becomes a whole thing. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, there was a lot going on there. He pulled through for us on that. So that is why, you know, some people saw the tweet that said Swag will be here Friday but not participating. That's why. We'll get into that later on, maybe next week, of what we do instead. Yeah, and, you
1: know, I'm not going to say what was going on or whatever. But, like, he was, you know, he was obviously – a little nervous. So he's like, I I gotta, I gotta go get, you know, see a doctor and see what's going on. Uh, so, you know, thankfully, you know, thankfully, you know, he decided that, you know, he trusted West enough to, you know, get through that match. Uh, but then, you know, when he's at the hospital all night long, which that also leads to me, like, you know, I'm not sleeping on Thursday night. I have to go into work on Friday morning uh, as well. And I'm just like, you know, he's supposed to be staying in my house. And so I'm waiting, like, do I got to come pick you up? Like, you know, keep checking my phone. Like, is this, does he have something serious wrong with the You know, like, yeah. So it's just like, that's why I'm so tired today. Cause it's like, you know, Wednesday I can't sleep because of the fucking Sabu thing. Thursday, I can't sleep because you know, the, the swoggle stuff that's going on Friday, I you know, can't sleep because you have the fucking high of the shows are over you know and yeah. then you know you fucking start like that's when you start reading social media is like friday like friday after the show after the after party so then you're you know i'm up till like four o'clock in the morning like reading twitter uh and then you know like it's just it, it's been you know it was like so much was going on this week uh and so out of practice from this you know like this uh <laughs> level of fatigue
0: and like go 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 Yeah. Uh, You know, there were there were there were cool, positive and and high moments on this on this show, too. Uh, You know, we did get to see uh, a tag team that actually we've been trying to bring over to AIW for some time now. Again, the pandemic, again, uh, really dictated a lot of why it did take this long. But the main event debuts. Uh, yeah. Against AIW's consummate professionals to infinity and beyond.
1: Yeah, and you know uh, Duke Davis did our new talent initiative uh, in February of 2020. Uh, again, and Jones, his partner, didn't, but but Duke did. And you know I had been talking to them, and these guys have a lot of people advocating for them to me uh, over the last you know last year. Um, we tried to get them on both of the. Indiana shows and it just did not work out you know these guys are also you know their family they're family men they have they have kids they have mm-hmm. uh, you know they have a lot going on uh, you know and uh, it, I, w- I was happy to finally work it, work it out with them because I think there's you know a tremendous upside to those guys they're probably not going to be around that long uh, just you know they are probably the total package of you know what is being signed You know, they're just so fucking big and in shape and, you know, they're very good in the ring. Uh, I thought that they were they were a a great addition to um, to the show and to, you know, and, and, you know, pumping some a little bit of new new blood into, you know, uh, AIW that's not uh, a student. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, just, yeah, uh, absolutely. Which is which is something we've always tried to do. Is you know we have our students, but then you know you've always tried to kind of keep your pulse on what's going on. And it's like, hey, is there somebody that we could bring out, and, and it's different, and it, it just it just shakes things up a little bit. And they were they were great. They were a great addition to to putting on that show. Yeah, um, they
1: were uh, they were e- extremely talented. You know, and uh, yeah, they are. I want to and here's here's the thing, you know, I I know that maybe uh the streaming numbers would have really blown up if we advertised our card, but they could have also not blown up if we advertised our card. You know what I mean? Uh, the kind of what, my whole point of this night was not necessarily to get the biggest streaming number of all time. It was really to build equity with our live audience um, because we only had a hundred tickets available. I don't think people had that high of expectations for the talent, uh, to be honest, you know? Um, So I really wanted to use the mystery show to kind of make sure that everybody like everybody was over, like the atmosphere for the mystery show was mystery shows was unreal. And, you know, Mm -hmm. we learned that when we did the Janela farewell, when he was the only advertised match and everyone, every other match was just a mystery. It engaged, it engaged the live audience so much more than, you know, if they knew what was going on, like, Oh, like Wes Barkley versus Swoggle is advertised. So, you know, Swoggle comes out, so they're like, "Oh, Wes Barkley's coming out, so I'm gonna get a beer, you know, and grab my pizza, and then I'll be back by the time the match is starting. You know what I mean like this way, like everyone was fucking glued to their chairs, like staring at the entranceway, having like i like the the crowd was just so much more engaged in the live show with it being a mystery like a mystery lineup, and like I said, like it what I wanted to do like. Is build equity with our fan base to let them know, like, we are still, you know, the same AIW. We're still, you know, gonna try to put our best foot forward no matter what. We're still gonna spend the money on talent. We're still gonna, you know, try to put together the best show that we possibly can. We're not gonna fucking phone it in. um, And, you know, kind of create this, like, you know, you never know who's going to show up. You should never fucking think it's a fucking, you know, uh, not that great of a lineup or or a show that you could skip. Like that was my plan for both of these shows because that's that's my my, my mentality. I don't. I, I try to put together a show, even the shows with super low budgets, like at at the Winchester or something. Like we still try to put our best foot forward, and you know, don't just sit like throw whatever out there and you know, g- g- like say who cares. You know what I mean? Like I, I wanted to use this as a infomercial, so to speak, that especially if you're within traveling distance to Cleveland, Ohio, that you should not miss an AIW show live.
0: Yeah. I think it was, you know, overall it was a great combination of uh, showcasing our homegrown talent. Uh, You you get to debut somebody like the main event, but then you also have some names to it. Uh, Like Swoggle is a name. Everybody obviously knows Shane Douglas, a name everybody knows, you know, like it was a rewarding show to both the fans and our roster. You it, know, because like yeah. like for, we got as many people in terms of like homegrown and like true AIW roster. They're on almost every other show or or every show. I would say uh, you know as really, possible on here. I
1: would say really the only two people were probably Tom Lawler, who could not do it because he had a fight. Mm -hmm. and uh, Nick Gage who cannot do it because he said he couldn't find his ID so he couldn't fly Uh, those were the those were the only two that are regular kind of people you know what I mean so uh, and I just want to put this out there before I forget if anybody ever has the opportunity to have a conversation with Shane Douglas I highly recommend it it's like a 10 out of 10 experience like (laughs) He's such an unreal guy to have in the locker room because he is so cool to everybody. And he just has such an incredible memory about everything, you know, that's ever happened, you know, in his career. And, you know, he just, he'll just talk to you, you know? And like, he just, he was kind of sitting there just holding court all night with people You know, laughing and you know, telling old ECW stories, and uh, you know, he is just such like a an incredible guy to have in a locker room, especially one that's full of like young guys and girls, uh, to get to kind of you know sit around the learning tree and just like hear these old stories, and uh, you know, I I asked him like you know about such a super random nothing Cleveland ECW house show in like 1998. And, like, he goes on this fucking 30 minute story about that night to me and why they got kicked out of that venue and, like, all this other stuff that led to them having to move the ECW shows to the Agora. And, uh, you know, it's just like, it's that is, like, what it's all about. Like, any promoter, like, fucking, you should book Shane Douglas because he is down to do whatever. He, you know, he's a great guy to have around, he's never any trouble. Um, and uh you know he just he just loves the professional wrestling business and uh you know he is just like that was when i got to, when i was sitting in the locker room before the show and you know shane douglas and i are just sitting on couches and he's just telling me stories like i was just like fuck yeah man aw's back like this is this is great and you know we've booked <laughs> we've booked shane douglas a handful of times over the years yeah uh but he's always fucking in, incredible you know to to just have around and uh you know i i just before i forgot i wanted to say that like if you ever have an opportunity to have any sort of conversation with Shane Douglas you should
0: yeah super super nice guy and uh, always so grateful to be there and that that people you know remember him like he, you know he did he does his promo at the end of that match and talks about how uh, in november he will start his 40th year in professional wrestling and uh just mentioning how grateful he is that people still remember him and that he even got the reaction that he gets the reactions that he did get uh th- that day and you know again i talk about this being rewarding for the fans and also the roster uh i mean derek dillinger super special moment for him yeah He's got i a mean p- a picture with shane douglas from when he was a kid that's his dad's favorite wrestler ever Well, that's the – so why I booked that match is
1: Derek told me one time, like randomly, that the only photo his dad carries in his wallet of him is like a photo (laughs) of Derek as a kid with Shane Douglas from some random like independent show or something like that. Uh, And Derek is like fucking like nine years old or something and, you know – I think he posted. I think he posted the photo on on his social media, Derek did, Dillinger. Yeah. But that's why I did it, and it was a special moment for Derek. His dad came, you know, yep. and like watched it, and uh, you know, they took a they Shane took a picture with them, and they told him the story, and he loved it. And uh, you know, Derek said, you know, him and his dad went out to dinner after the show, and his dad was just so excited. Just tell him the waitress, my son just wrestled a, my favorite wrestler, you know, and like. <laughs> Uh, you know, that is what, you know, that's what it's all about. You know, that's a, the, the crowd, you know, had no idea what that was, what that was about, but, you know, that was something, you know, for Derek and his dad. And, you know, it was also something that, that added to the show.
0: Yeah. I was, I was walking through, uh, to go do stuff during intermission there. And, uh, yeah, I've met his dad a few times. And so I saw his dad and he stopped me and he, he he was so excited, uh, which was was so cool. His, uh, Derek's Derek's dad's super nice man. I love that guy. He's 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 great. Um, and then you know again rewarding for the roster. It's people haven't seen a lot of the AIW roster as regularly as they would have liked. At least not working together. People try to get work, but some of it's not on this bigger stage, and it varies. Uh, but you have like a four way tag team match with Bulking Season, Bitcoin Voice, Forty Acres, and PME. And it's like, man, this is what the AIW school is about, right? Like, that's what that match is. And here you go. But it's also what AIW is because old school AIW people remember these, the, the six-way scrambles and four-way tag matches or kind of like regular things on older AIW shows. And it, that was a cool match to me because it was like this, this blend of classic AIW with these talents that we have curated over the last couple of years
1: and you know it's also like let's give you know let's give Derek that opportunity you know to, to work with a veteran and learn something and it's the same idea with bringing in the you know duke davis and Gan jones the main event you know let's mm-hmm. let's put them in there with You know, AIW staples, like independent wrestling staples, Colin and Cheech, you know, like, yeah, let's help them learn, you know, there's just different opportunities to to raise people's stock so that they can learn. And, you know, uh, even in a loss, you know, they walk out of it so much better as a performer and, you know, you could still lose and gain uh, respect from the fans and you know there's just I don't know like there, there's just so much going on to where like with this card to where I was trying to figure out how everyone could put their best foot forward or walk out of it a, a, a better wrestler
0: yeah were you happy with that uh, That four way tag you know basically being the AIW Academy showcase of the past I don't know four or five years is really what that's been what that is yeah, and, you know, scramble matches
1: are something synonymous uh, with AIW. I was thinking about this. Like, I don't know if AIW invented scramble matches or not. Like, I was trying to think of that. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, because we were doing them in 2005. I'm sure they happened before that. Uh, like, I was trying to think of, like, the origin of the scramble because, in you know, it in 2005, like, an AIW flyer said, like, the Denny's fucking 6 Six-Way Scramble or something, like, because we were at Denny's and when we decided we were going to make a match with six people. I'm not taking credit for it, but I was just, like, I had this random thought that, like, I wonder if, like, that terminology tracks back like that or not, but uh, that's, like, a whole other thing going on in my my brain this
0: weekend <laughs> well that one yeah that one was so the six the six-way scramble was friday i mean that's kind of what i was saying you know friday we do but the like, six-way scramble just then this is the scramble matches
1: and- scramble matches in general are, are synonymous with A-W. right uh and i just thought well let's you know let's do the tag and it's going to get more people coming from the school on show and you know hopefully they can really put you know uh, hit the highlight reel so to speak and uh you know i saw like dave i saw like bix david and span was just like why is every person from the aw school so good at scrambles <laughs> and it's just like <laughs> i don't know why would like, they be <laughs> it's just how it goes you know like uh a scramble match is like honestly like that's like AIW developmental it's just like you go out there you hit your highlights you 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 build your kind of you know uh respect with the fans you know based on you know the things you can do and then you eventually you know you can go on and have a regular you know regular tag or a regular match but uh this one was really about getting more people on the show and uh really giving everybody a chance because everybody obviously wanted to be on One of the nights, you know, we, Mm -hmm. uh, I tried hard to get as many people on both nights as possible. Um, but yeah, I was, I was extremely happy
0: with it. It's, you know, it, it, to me, it provides an opportunity to, for people to, like you said, hit the highlight reel and then have the fans either remember how good these people are, like in terms of, let's say PB and Trey and even PME being in this match, right? it gives it like a very sink or swim. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, here, here you go, you know, sink or swim. They could do their thing. But then this match like also helped kind of make bulky season. Like
1: people were talking about the I mean, not after, not after this one, but, uh, on Friday night, which I mean, we're probably gonna have to get to it next week. We're already 50 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I walked up to Chuck Stone Friday, and I was like, fuck, Chuck. I think he could be fucking absolute champ by next weekend. Like, <laughs> he, he really fucking stood out Thursday and Friday. And, I mean, Arthur MacArthur as well. But Chuck Stone was really just on another level of motivation. And, you know, he was hitting cool stuff that he never really hit before. Uh, and everything he did was just like people were going nuts for Chuck Stone. And I was just like, I was like dude, Chuck, I think he could be
0: fucking champ next week. <laughs> and you know the, the bitcoin boys have continued to grow and this was a, an opportunity for them to do it in front of uh, the bitcoin boys and even the balking season guys did their best to uh get work where they could during 2020 and try and stay fresh and try to keep growing and i'll and, i'll say this as, as stupid as it was
1: and i gotta give the duke his fucking credit you know what i mean like as stupid as it was when jocelyn navarro hit duke with that fucking 1998 (laughs) china attitude era raws war low blow and then started fucking him up like that made jocelyn for friday night you know what i mean like yeah she was like she got a huge pop friday when she came out for her match you know like and i i really attribute that to her fucking the duke up on thursday night and that got arguably the biggest pop of thursday night and I know the Duke wants his fucking props. So there's your fucking props, Duke. Don't
0: get used to it. <laughs> also, let me say this about Jocelyn since you you brought her up. Uh, if you're listening to this on Monday or Tuesday on the, uh, this week's episode of Go For Broke, um, Jocelyn's debut at AIW on last Friday night was so much more than what people realize and if you tune in you're gonna learn about it on go for broke this week exactly exactly It 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 means it means so much more than just the fact that she she debuted at aiw uh you know that's all i really want to say about it because i wanted to come from her in her words right so um but but please yeah watch that and then you know bishop vance warner was his (laughs) It's, it, it was just, everything it needs to be. It's what it needs to be. It was it's awesome. It's a main event,
1: you know, and that was like, that was just like the perfect comeback show, main event, made everybody feel like everything it was felt, back to normal. It uh, felt
0: like a main event, yeah.
1: You know, and, um, that is, you know, I, I know we didn't talk about every fucking detail no. of the show, but, um it was i was very happy with it I, and also i don't want to give away too much if you haven't been haven't had a chance to watch it yet on VOD on iwtv please please watch it this week i mean yeah uh, we we really want to get those VOD views up um you know like we've said on this podcast before they kind of during covid kind of uh started implementing some incentive programs for the promotional partners and uh we want to hit those tiers you know we want to get into that bonus tier so to speak. And the only way we do that is if you guys watch us on IWTV uh, and that kind of helps offset these things like a you know sabu not getting on his flight and uh, you know all this other you know all this other stuff and it allows us to spend more money on talent you know like for June 18th like we can't even really probably cover the talent budget. Of the four people advertised, you know what I mean? On a hundred tickets, but we're obviously going to have to book a whole fucking show, you know? So Mm -hmm. that is where the fans supporting us in these alternate avenues, such as watching our, our stuff on, on IWTV and buying DVDs, uh, or MP4s like that stuff, you know, that stuff all gets thrown into the pot, so to speak. Uh, and that kind of allows us to have more wiggle room to try these things. Like, listen, there was no way that I was gonna not work a deal out with the, with the major brothers who were con- coming in for Toy Hio on June nineteenth. <laughs> like, I borderline probably was annoying Ryan Myers because I was just like, "What can we do to make this happen?" You know. And uh, we finally worked out a deal that late, late into the game. Uh, Thursday morning, so mm-hmm. you know, we were even going into, we were going into Thursday with no future date. You know what I yeah. mean? We had nothing on the books. Uh, I was able to, you know, I told the OD in a while, like, please hold this date in case we can get a deal with these guys. Uh, and we were finally able to work it out. Uh, shout out to Jesse the Mark. He was able to, to whip up a flyer, and he's been going through all sorts of you know crazy health problems and issues over the last few weeks, uh, you know. Hopefully, he's he's doing much better. But uh, you know, he was still able to to kind of whip that flyer together for us on short notice. Uh, and like as soon as I got it, I just put it up in intermission on Friday, and uh, tickets went on sale at this morning uh, on our Patreon only so far. So we'll see go. how that
0: goes. And um, I, I realize that it's a bit of a, a disservice to gloss over it as we wind things down. But you know, a couple matches we we, we didn't get into. We just we, and, and the details. But you know, Lee Moriarty, Dominic Garini. Um, I mentioned that just because you talked about how Jocelyn's moment with a Duke helps make her pop. And then on Friday when she has her match, this is another one. This is a, a really good technical match. If if that's your thing, if just wrestling is your thing, it's a great match to watch anyway. But Lee versus Dom is really good, and how good that match was also then goes into Friday. The yeah. excitement and yeah, and the anticipation of Dom's match on like Friday who is and who
1: and and who he's gonna wrestle and you know like yeah, uh, it was how is he really, gonna top that? Yeah, I don't know like with all the problems uh and everything like i really feel like these two nights are like two of my best like bodies of work so to speak in uh what i was able to put together with such limited resources and you know just how everything went you know because all these matches could have they all for the most part had this could either be really good or this could be really bad, you know, and there was a lot of chances uh, that that were took for, for, for both nights, you know, and uh, you know, it's always a risk when you're, you know, trying to build new people and, you know, build up people out of our school and, you know, uh, just, there's just so much that goes into it that can go wrong but uh, when it was all said and done, I really feel that Thursday and Friday were two of the best top to bottom AIW shows that we we could have put together.
0: Well, there you go, and uh, of course, obviously check out the another star making performance for uh, Ryan Kaplan here on on that Thursday night with the the aforementioned uh, match he ends up having with Matthew Justice and Fonzie in the corner. <laughs> but, and that gets book, that gets booked that Thursday morning. You know that yeah. got booked Thursday morning. Yep. Yep. So it, yeah, it ends up being an incredible show all around, and uh, it was it was a great way to come back and and say hello, Cleveland, as the show is called. And uh, so, thank you so much for everyone that came, everybody that tuned in at home. Uh, your feedback on thanks social to media, the,
1: thanks to the Odeon. You know they yeah. there was a a lot going on to where you know they've had to cancel other events based on you know everything going on with the city and. Uh, they really advocated for us to still happen. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the whole team at the Odeon, uh, they were it – was, it was really touch and go, I guess, there for, for a little bit to where they thought that they were going to have to pull the plug on the show. Uh, you know, I, I guess the uh, stuff, you know, going on with the, the draft events throughout the city, uh, there was a lot of, you know – a lot of pushback uh for other events being featured downtown i guess uh and they you know they were forced to cancel other things that were that were going on that week and the, and uh that were supposed to go on this week uh so you know shout out to them they really they really pushed for us uh to be able to do this and shout out to the fans who really uh took to the you know the restrictions and the protocols um, and, uh, you know, really just kind of, you know, did what, did what needed to be done. I didn't hear a lot of, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, people not in masks and, you know, people not, not abiding by all that stuff. Uh, I will say, you know, something that's come to my attention after the fact was, uh, you know, the a certain somebody who was very well known on Twitter for, uh, his just ridiculous tweets I guess was uh saying some racist things in the crowd and uh that person is going to be asked to leave if he shows up on June 18th because that's just something that we cannot tolerate uh and I wish somebody would have said something at the show to myself or Pedro or Steve yeah uh, or somebody and we would have we would have gotten him out of there immediately uh and I'm not even going to say who it is and give him any attention. I think everybody should just—if you know who I'm talking about—everyone should just stop giving that guy attention to begin with and stop enabling his behavior, uh, whether it's on social media or at the live shows, because uh, he's been a fucking handful for a long time, uh, and this stuff is just—you know—that's that's the last straw. You know, you can't be can't be saying racist things uh, in the crowd. He also somehow found out that we were going to the great and road tavern in which he continued. Uh, and you know, it's just, it's, it's unacceptable. You just can't, you can't have it. And you know, you, you can't, but we can't let one person ruin how great these two events were. Uh, and, uh, you know, that's all I'm really going to say about that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, our apologies, anybody that's, uh, who's impacted there or, or, wasn't happy with it. By no means uh, were we allowing it to happen or continue. We were completely unaware because he was not, this wasn't something that he was shouting and being loud about. Uh, So uh, just, just know that that's all. That's all I'll say on that. And uh, I don't know, give us, give us something good. I don't want to end it on that. John Thorne, my goodness. Uh, Well, I will. uh, Well, let me, let me end on this. I'll say say this. Yeah. Okay. Well, what
1: you're going to end on. I'll end on this next week. We can get into all sorts of Tommy rich stuff. Cause there's so much <laughs> amazing stuff to talk about with Tommy rich, a fucking uh, gem, a gem of a person like exactly what I wanted. Uh, Cause I wanted just a fucking old school fucking guy in the locker room because in the late nineties and the early two thousands, those are the types of guys that were in. There were multiple of him in every locker room. And I, I wanted that for these AIW students to experience. And he was every bit of just everything I wanted and more. There's so much Tommy Rich stuff to talk about next week, uh, and fucking hilarious. Like I know it's going to be hilarious. That's that's uh, that's that's what I'll. Uh, that's the cliffhanger. I'll,
0: I'll end on. He he ranks up there on the pantheon of of guests. It's uh, you you couldn't help but think. Man, Biggins would love this. Just would have loved it. Um, I I was just going to quickly mention it's not a, a happy or, or bright spot, but um, those who are in attendance know. Those who watch at home maybe did not know, but we did do a 10-bell salute uh, prior to starting the show on Thursday for everybody that we've lost within the uh, last year-plus we weren't able to run shows, so uh, including Shannon and uh, Tracy Smothers and Danny Havoc and uh, Tom Troll, Billy Johnson, both the big uh, fans of AIW, uh, even Shad, Shad Gaspard, who participated in D- AIW's Double Dare tournament. But uh, so we did do that, and uh, I just wanted to, to mention uh, all of them again, yeah, real quick. Yeah, that, you know,
1: I, I, that was kind of a weird thing. It was just like, you know, let's, let's do a, a 10 bell salute for Shannon. And now she's like, well, we have to do 10 bell salute. We have to include this name, this name, this name, this yeah. name. And it was kind of like, that was just like, man, like that is, th- that was the not fun part, uh, also, you know,
0: there was a lot of not fun parts, uh,
1: specifically on Thursday, you know?
0: Yeah. And it was, uh, I will say, you know, Donst dedicated his match to uh, Shannon at the end there. And even he and I kind of had a, a brief back and forth before that. He had said, well, why don't, uh, how about you just do it? You know, the match is over. Uh, I win or whatever. And then you can say that I dedicated. And I said, nah, you know, I, I really think that this means because he did have a very special relationship with her. I mean, he used to ride it. Well, some people don't know, but Donst used to ride in with Gary and Shannon quite often to AIW. Uh, so they did have a, a very special relationship not only ride in close. like they would do they would like they would like do go places and do things together yeah, yeah. Like, like they had a haunted very houses close, and stuff yeah yeah very close friendship so i just i felt like it needed to come uh that needed to come from him and that was you know for for obviously for a very different reason that was a special moment again that uh that happened there on thursday night uh, but that's, you know, we'll leave it. We'll leave it there with all of that. We've left you guys with enough to digest. There's so much more to come as we talk about the weekend uh, that was. And we'll talk about that next week. Please make sure you tune in to AIW's Go For Broke uh, on Tuesdays, 10 p.m. on IWTV. If you have not subscribed to it, do it. Use the code ABSOLUTE. It's 10 bucks, And, of course, you now get the on-demand replays of our two shows last week so it's a deal for aiw alone and there's a whole lot of more independent wrestling no brainer to me uh but then that'll do it here for us next week we'll we'll finish off talking about the the weekend that was right here on aiw's the card is going to change